0: Welcome in. This is episode 35.
1: Welcome in. That's, uh, I don't know if I've, a
0: Yeah, like, just, you know, welcome in.
1: It just feels weird for this moment. You're here. Yeah, we're here. We're uh-huh. in there. We're in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am your host, Colton Robertson, joined by none other <laughs> than my good friend and yours, the co-host, Tavares Pennington. Yeah, that, that'd be me. We got a good episode for you. We uh, we just recorded a long, long segment about our favorite cover art and rap history.
1: Cover art's such an integral point too. I'm like I hope you'll it come to realize is. that. It's it Such an integral part of, of releasing an album of uh, of uh, consuming an album. You gotta have the art. Otherwise, you have to. You don't have the album. Well, unless you're Tyler Gambino, of course. Then you do whatever the fuck you want because you're you. You're you.
0: Yeah. And you'll hear us talk about that in a second. <laughs> What you been up to, man? It's been a minute since we put out an episode.
1: Yeah, it has. You know, a lot of a lot of school, a lot of debate, weirdly. Most I've worked in debate in the past two months. Like, the past two months of working in debate is more work than I've done in debate in t- two years. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, but it was just like, yeah. It was, it was fun.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on quarantine. How are you? We're about to be. Uh, Starting yeah. tomorrow, we got that lockdown. That's true. Yeah, and uh, so we might have to figure something out to where we can uh, record over the phone.
1: Yeah, because yeah, a lot right. of people
0: do that. It's a normal podcast thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. How, maybe we, maybe we try.
0: Maybe that. we try and figure that out. See, yeah. we, see how we can do that. Because honestly, the audio quality that you can get from just recording, uh-huh. speaking to your phone's microphone, is insane. Really? It's it's absurd how oh, good wow. it is. Huh? It it should it's shouldn't be as good as it
1: is. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, we got a good episode ahead. We're just talking about the, uh, the be- our favorite cover art we've ever seen in rap. Yeah. So, uh, I hope you enjoy. And, uh, yeah. Anything else? No. No? No. Roll that tape. Might have to. Roll that tape. You have now entered the By none other than Coulson Robinson and Tamaris Bennington. I hope you are prepared for a show unlike any that you've ever seen before. Or heard, I guess it's a podcast. So you aren't going to see anything. Alright, so for this segment, we wanted to talk about. Some of our favorite cover art and all of rap history. There's a lot of lot of good art.
1: You had to, you know, and it's just like I, I I'm surprised we missed this question this far in because it's like We we've had it as an idea. It's like the album cover is a part of the album itself. It like, abs- obviously. It, it, it should is, be. But I feel like I get a specific taste in my mouth as soon as I see the album cover before mm-hmm. I've heard any of the songs on the album. When I look at that album cover, I'm expecting
0: something. Exactly. And even a great recent example of this is Childish Gambino's 31520. Mm. It's just a plain white. Just plain white. And and immediately I'm
1: like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I, I but like that see But that, it ca- it captured it. It that captured it dope well. dope to me because like part of Gambino's thing is not expecting anything like that's true. Like he he wants you to come into this with the most Zero open mind you can have, and like what captures that more than just a white background? And then, <laughs> like, think about the the song titles. They're they're like nobody's gonna 12, remember uh, a series of uh, forty numbers. 48. Would it be like, oh yeah, my favorite song is 42, 48, 47, 46, and then uh, thirty eight, thirty nine? Like nobody's doing <laughs> that. <laughs> so it's like. He he wanted to make it hard for you to think about his project as if it weren't one, like one thing. And yeah. And like, I think that's the purpose of that, but like that, that's its own thing. That's its own thematic thing that the, where the cover plays into the music just as much as the music plays into the cover. And so like, I think that's like, that's just a little taste of what this segment's going to be about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How did you determine your favorite cover art here? Honestly, I, I just think about vibes. Like, you just got to think about... Creating that feeling. You got to think... Going
0: back to the beginning of Penny Bloom, creating the oh, feeling.
1: Yeah. Right. Because, like, you got to think about a feeling is something that's dissociated completely from reality, right? It's something that just is, like, it just occurs. Is. It just is. Yeah, it just occurs. It just is. It just happens. And so to, to create that happening... Visually. You well, you have to supplement it visually with what you're you're creating sonically because whatever you create music-wise, no matter what sort of music you're creating, you gotta create a feeling. You do, and so with that, like you gotta provide the perfect album cover because, like, if you're not, then then you you're, you're shortcutting yourself on
0: the Absolutely, absolutely. So. I'm gonna start with uh, our first we have many we have many on this list okay so and this is not not in Probably any particular ranking it's just we are listing albums that have great cover art and we are going to talk about them for a second all right you got me sounds good all right so the first one we have here is a recent release we have unlocked by uh Denzel and Kenny beats yeah the
1: how, they did their shit, huh? Oh, dude, uh, it it
0: captures that album so yeah. perfectly because it the the cover is what it, I'm assuming is supposed to be Denzel Curry. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it, it's Denzel and Kenny Beats. Yeah. Um, have you seen the um the there's a uh, there's like a 20 minute they they made the excuse me they put out the video or they put out the album over like a animation like it's like a oh a – a 20 minute long animation that they give. Um, but that animation is also like telling like the story of the album through the song. So like, yeah, there's parts in different scenes or they'll, they'll do different things. Um, but there's like, they're playing as actual characters, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats, and, and, and their animations are, like, actually trying to recover, like, because the, the premise is that they're trying to recover, like, The Lost Files or whatever. Yeah. And so it's, like, they're going through the different realms of the internet to, to get those. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, that, that that was, like, a really cool addition to me to that album.
0: I, uh, gosh, and the cover art just so perfectly captures what you're about to get into. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, the fire from Denzel's fist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And his glowing eyes, and he kind of looks like his hood's up and it's coming to mm-hmm. a point at the top.
1: So it's kind of like not, it's kind of like you're about to get something supernatural. Yeah. Well, just think about it. So, like, I, I was watching, I was listening to or reading an interview that Kenny Beats and Denzel did. And basically, Kenny and Denzel were like, yeah, whatever we do, we just got to do something different. We got to do something super original. And so he was basically like, Go write some shit. I'll make some shit. So, <laughs> it, 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 like there's like on on the cover, it's just like who you presume to be Denzel with this like fiery fist, like super like g- cartoonish and, and graphic. And um, then in the back, you just see Kenny Beats with the pair of microphones and a computer hunched over mm-hmm. smoking a blunt <laughs> that that uh, fills the, the man
0: whole. the man behind the
1: music. The, yeah, exactly, literally, literally. And it's like it's. I feel like that's such a a, a great visualization visualization of a, of a mixtape that's 17 minutes long of some straight heat like some some, fucking, some, some of the best bars i've ever heard of the in the my best life bars but paired with some of the most interesting production i've ever heard like kenny beats takes fucking boom bap and and like this like stereotypical 90s hip-hop sound and he just flips that shit and makes it so modern somehow and it's weird bizarre but because he's good it's, at it's it it's still it's still true to its roots like mm-hmm. it's still just like very you listen to it you're like this is definitely like this type of music but at the same time like he's he's doing something a little different like he's figuring out how to tweak Absolutely. it unlocked was just a solid project through and great through.
0: project overall next up acid rap by mm. chance the rapper now we're all familiar with acid rap we're all familiar the uh, this cover art was taken from a picture he just had with a fan mm-hmm. which i think is cool yeah i like the uh just the colors it, it it's very fitting yeah. it's the vibe he yeah. created the feeling it again it is
1: and it's like it's like this weird thing cuz even though that picture doesn't have anything directly to do with acid it just makes you think acid <laughs> and w- yeah. what's what's even weirder about that is that apparently Chance the Rapper has only done acid once
0: only once and he named an entire mixtape after
1: acid which is, and like I, I assume that the inspiration for the album had to be in some way in light of his experience on acid, right? I'm, I'm
0: assuming so.
1: That must have been fucking transformational.
0: But yeah, there must have been. You, you asked him once, once, and, and you're ins- like, "I
1: need to put out. I'm I need legend. to put
0: out one of the greatest mixtapes yeah. of all time. <laughs> one
1: of the greatest mixtapes of all time." And I'm just a uh, he was he had to be like 17, 18 at the. How
0: old was he? Uh, he would have been probably. Uh, if you would have put 10 day out in what, 11? Yeah. He was in high school. 11 or 12. He was 18 then. So he was probably, oh, no, he was probably a little younger than 18 then. So he was 18 or 19 when he put out Ezra. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's still crazy though. Like and that's a super young age to put out a project that good.
0: God. And to make it like, it's, it's a painting. Like that's a, it... that's a, that's a painting.
1: Yeah. The cover art. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. No, it is. And it's like to, to just, yeah. But also, and another interesting thing about this cover to me was that, like, the background that is painted is weirdly reminiscent of the actual photograph in some weird way to me. I get you. Yeah, even
0: though the actual photograph's like,
1: taken, like, inside. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it, it's something about the lighting or whatever. Like, they just got a really cool picture.
0: Yeah, they really did. And it was a perfect model for them to go off of.
1: Yeah. It was. And then
0: uh I like all the constellations up at the top, and there you got one in the top right corner of chance with a blunt in his mouth, but he's connected by a bunch of stars.
1: Oh shit, I've never even seen yeah, that. Yeah, you got constellations all across oh the top God, and stars yeah.
0: all in the background. That's
1: crazy dope.
0: Yeah, I, it there's there's some detail in it. Yeah. Like it's it's got some layers to it. It's it's a solid, solid album cover. Yeah. And I mean obviously the acid rap logo with the dripping letters. Oh yeah. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. That's
1: just that's just classic. Yeah, classic shit.
0: Ready to move on to the next? Yep. After that, we have
1: Iridescence by Brock Hampton. That one. So, um, who is uh, Isn't this uh, Do I remember this being a uh, knowing who this person was in the photo? Like... I don't know
0: <clears throat> actually. I uh I'm sure at one point we did when we were like really all all in on this album, yeah, in uh, September of
1: 2018. Um, yeah, yeah it it it, it's, it was always weird to me though because at first sight seeing this album, I was this album cover, I was like, oh, I was a little disappointed. I, I was because it, like you got to think the the year prior to this they've done the saturation. saturation series, and so everybody's waiting on them to put out something, and then they originally were going to put out something called. Uh, Puppy, I think. Yeah. Um, which sounds like a dope-ass name for a Brockhampton album. For and sure. Was, everybody it's extremely so, them. Everybody was so ready for that. Um, but then they announced iridescence. Yeah, but then they announced the iridescence. And so that was just like something else entirely. But then it's just a picture of a... Infra, uh, is it infrared? Infrared, yeah. Yeah, infrared like a thermal imaging of a, of a pregnant woman, apparently. Yeah, Yeah. I, it's... I sh- a- I struggle to figure out how exactly that ties into the, the the songs themselves, but visually, what that does, and I think this is actually important to talk about too, because we got to go to this concert. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the concert, it really came through to me what the point of the iridescent.
0: You know, oh yeah, they they were trying to capture concert. that aesthetic, and yeah. they did a very good job. They did,
1: but also like this this album, I think has. Acid-based influences as well. It does, yeah. Um, because if you if you were at their if you went to their concert, they had they played this um
0: these visuals behind them that were yeah. so trippy. It was Just
1: trippy. It, w- it was like uh an example of one was you were on a it was like a first-person viewpoint of someone on a roller coaster, as I remember. Yeah. Um, but it was all iridescent, obvi- or it was all like infrared. Everything that you were seeing, so it just looked extremely fucking crazy was, to look it at. Crazy, yeah. Um but that was like dope. I really I really liked what they uh what they did with that.
0: Yeah, and I uh and all their music videos that they put out fit into the uh infrared thermal sight type thing. Mm-hmm. It was uh they they committed to this this aesthetic. It reminded me a lot of the way that the Tyler the Creator commits to his aesthetics during mm-hmm. whatever album he's on. And uh you get that influence a lot from Brockhampton, <laughs> I feel like.
1: I'm looking at a Reddit thread about um this album cover and uh there's a comment that says sounds like more people in this thread need to become comfortable with the concept of pregnant people it's <laughs> like what the fuck what did they deviate into people were literally saying that oh the album the album cover is cool or whatever but it's weird that there's a pregnant lady why is that weird yeah why is that strange like, like people get pregnant what like <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah but it they did a really good job there and uh yeah I don't have much else to say about Iridescence it's a yeah. it's a perfectly
1: captured feeling it is it is and I wonder if it plays into maybe this idea of like hot and cold like hype and chill like mm-hmm. this is just because they do
0: they do have a very good balance they of that they do they do especially like going from album. like New Orleans to Tanya yeah I mean obviously not back to back on the album but those are completely different songs on the same album one extremely extremely hype the other extremely mellow yeah and maybe that maybe that is what they were trying to go for. Maybe. Maybe. You ready to move on? Yes I am. Next up we have Ready to Die by the
1: Notorious B. I. G. Now that one. You you gotta know that. You one. know that cover. Something had to pop in your head when he said Ready to Die, Notorious B. I. G. And it's that baby. It's that baby <laughs> it's with that, that baby. white background on that cover.
0: Yeah, and this one I ha we, we tried our best to avoid just Covers that were iconic because they're iconic, you know. Yeah, we tried to find covers with the per- with a, that served a purpose seemingly, and I still think Ready to Die
1: absolutely does that. Ready, no, it does because it's like think. Just think about that. Like, all right. So first, you're coming from the presupposition that this is a rap album by the rapper Notorious B.I.G. who. You're most likely familiar, assuming, like, just like putting yourself in the perspective of the time that this came out. You're familiar that Notorious B.I.G. is just like a big black man. Yeah, huge Um, black man. (laughs) Who raps and makes a lot of music, smokes a lot of weed, and, uh, you know, talks about selling drugs and all that other shit. Talks a lot about sex. that's That's the presupposition that you're operating from. And then this album is released. And you're just like, oh, it's called Ready released, to Die. Released months before he died. Month be- months before he died, yeah. It's called Ready to Die, so you're already like, what the hell is the concept of this? And then you look, and it's a baby. It's just it's just him as a baby. Wah, wah, wah. That's a little baby. But just like, that's such a complex, but confrontation, or like, it's like, it, it's simple, yet it's very uh, a nuanced, like, idea. idea. Like, this idea of being ready to die and then portraying a baby.
0: Yeah, it's it's dark. It's dark. It's very dark. It is it's, dark. It, it, and what I think I've always gotten from it is that, is that Biggie's always been ready. Exactly. He's like he's like it's he's a, he's known a, that at any moment shit could end.
1: It's and that's dark. I, but isn't that the realest shit? It's the realest fucking like, shit. How that's that's just like wild to me. Like that he was able to like that. That's what that's what blows my mind about rap in general. Is that like people think that it's like somebody said a hip hip, a hit a hit to the hop to the hit hit hop, the hop, the hop, your You're like that sugar hill want. gang that's what people think a is. hip hop hip uh, hop hippity hop i got a, <laughs> I got a hop, 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 and you know I don't stop <laughs> i got, <laughs> and then out of nowhere you get a you get a ready to die, you get it illmatic and yeah, uh, like, well
0: yeah and that evolution really began with gangster rap back with like ice tea yeah, and that's, uh, a,
1: that's also true, um, but it's like that's a, I, I like that rap can pose such such. Confrontational questions, and we
0: have more of those confrontational questions later with more of these album covers. We do, yeah. Uh, speaking of like the uh, early gangster rap, an album that we left off this list that is pretty good about capturing what it's all about is straight out of Compton. Oh yeah, I mean oh, that that's that's a solid cover art uh, for yeah, what it yeah, is. That's
1: just yeah, just. I mean, I don't need to say much more that's, about that's it. It's straight just, out of Compton, like yeah, it's a <laughs> w- that's what that shit is. It's a, they were very upfront about, about everything, everything they did, and they uh, portrayed their music in the same way.
0: All right, next up, we have another we have a newer album, not a new 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 album, but a couple years. We got Care for Me by Saba. I feel like this one's this is a strong album. Strong yeah. album and the cover art on first glance you might think that that doesn't really stand out. Yeah. Which I agree, it doesn't mm-hmm. in particular, but in context of the album itself, it's perfect, I think.
1: Oh yeah, no, just like when you think about what I, I there was a a point when I realized that all of the all of this album was doing, was giving us Sabah's childhood. Exactly, like all that's all it was doing, and, and like so to see just an album cover, black and white, very uh like reductionist, reminiscent, re- reminiscent, yeah, it's nostalgic, just, it's just kind of reduced down to its essential elements, so that you can understand what's happening, and then it, it's just him sitting at a kitchen table in a a cluttered sort of kitchen. And like thinking, yeah,
0: and that like that's what I imagine he pr- that this must be like how he came up with the album, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Pro- maybe. And <laughs> maybe like you know you're working on working on this. He probably did a lot of it alone in terms of the yeah. writing, yeah, uh, because it is a very personal album. Uh-huh. And on this album cover, obviously, he is alone. He's in the middle of his what looks like a childhood home. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, and it's just perfect for for this like
1: think about like what that like visual gives you to work with before listening to that album it's like you're just getting like the picture of this person the artist sitting and like thinking about things and this comes into play on a couple different album covers that we're going to talk about um but if we related to say like take care for instance how does how is this one uniquely different from that one and then you look at a couple things. You look at the setting. You look at, like, where he is, the expression that he's giving, and um, just, like, the tone of the picture It's itself. interesting
0: that you chose Take Care There because it's, it's a relatively similar idea. Exactly. It is. <laughs>
1: but they're also completely different, I feel like, because of how, like, Saba was very specific in his setting and his facial expression and his, like, tone of picture as distinct from something like a take care that's true that's true for sure um but yeah care for me was just that's that's one of the ones where i'm like this is just a solid album like just solid. top to bottom and i like, thought i thought um what was the first one it was a uh, damn i can't remember the name right off top he
0: oh. uh came with uh shit uh care, not care package it's um what's the first song shit busy Slash Sirens. Oh, no,
1: no, no. I'm saying his first album. Oh, his um, first album. Bucketless Project. Bucket Project, yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that one I thought was, like, an incredibly solid album. And then he came out with Care For Me. And it was like, okay, so this guy's the real deal. I was like, okay, wait. A- and I didn't actually like Care For Me for, like, the first four months it was out. I just didn't listen to it for some reason. Oh,
0: huh, interesting.
1: Because, and I knew that I would like it. I, j- I didn't know how much I would like it, but I knew that I wouldn't dislike it. And so I was like, ah, I'll get around to it eventually. And then I did, and I was like, Phew.
0: Well, what's interesting is back in 2018, the only connection I had mentally to Sabo was Chance. Oh, yeah, they did uh, Angels. Angels. Yep. Because I loved Chance back mm-hmm. then. So,
1: I, uh, I had actually—I can't remember when. I do. Uh, uh, this was some point, in my junior, or senior year of high school. I, I listened to uh, the Bucket List Project on a whim. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with that thing. That it was I a watched. good album. Like photosynthesis, and then. Uh, <sighs> There was a church and liquor store with no name.
0: I mean, anytime no name's on a track, anytime, it's going to be crazy.
1: Most Symmetry Billy Williams story, like, he was killing it. I don't know what. Th- this man was like, I don't know. I felt like he was rapping for me. Yeah, <laughs> he spoke to you. He spoke to me. What's weird is that Bucketless Project is also a very personal album.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not afraid to get personal mm-hmm. on his shit. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Ready to go to the next one? Yep. Next up, we got Graduation by Kanye West. Mm. And this one. It's you, gotta
1: put, you gotta put respect on Graduation's name. It's it's the best. It,
0: there are arguments to be had for what is the best cover art in Kanye's discography. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were discussing this, we thought maybe we go 808s. Maybe My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh and he has other great cover art too if you if you want to get into it, but uh graduation really captures the feeling of even that era, Kanye West more than any
1: oh, yeah. of his other cover art. oh, yeah, no, he was very intentional, I feel like about just like the like he knew this was gonna be like this sort of like send off send off yeah, this weird send off and it's interesting you say that because like think about what the album cover is. It's a it's a it's a bear flying away. It's a bear flying away. It's a bear being sent off. It's a bear being shut off into the world. Bear graduating. It's a bear graduating. But but then also think about that in terms of Kanye. And after graduation, nothing was the same. Nothing was ever
0: the same. Shit was like right after graduation. The next year he had eight oh eights. Okay. And then after eight oh eights, I'm pretty sure the next one was my beautiful dark twisted yeah, fantasy. Yep. And then it was Jesus. And then it was Watch the Throne. And it was just like yeah. this dude just kept going and evolved
1: into something great. Like, think about those albums in relation to late registration, um, uh, graduation and, uh, uh, what, uh, high school dropout. Yeah. High school dropout. dropout. College dropout. College dropout. Yeah. Um, like, those three albums to me represent like the, like if we, if we want to make this equivalent to like the prequel, the prequel albums for Kanye. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Those are the prequels. That's the, that's the OT. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But where graduation stands is sort of a cap to all of that. Like it's just perfect. Like
0: it, it, and it really does. Cause that's what he developed over the first three, over the first three albums was was that character, that bear character. He was
1: intentional about like showing that that was like the journey that we had been on. Um, Specifically through that video that he created with the, um, graduation album of the bear. And it had like, good morning in the background. He was yeah. like, it shows, good morning. Yeah, it shows the phases of, of the, uh, of late registration of college dropout. And then it, um, it, uh, shows like basically like him graduating, him moving mm-hmm. on up and, and being out in the world on his own. And like, yeah, that's some powerful shit. Especially yeah, it's a just, powerful.
0: It's a powerful visual. Yeah, yeah. Especially when paired with the music that he's providing.
1: Yeah, exactly. And paired with just, like, the reality that he really was growing up at that time. like Yeah, he was. That was, like, the first album he had made since he... Did he lose his mom on College Dropout? Or? Uh, late,
0: registration late
1: Registration was or?
0: before he lost his mom. I think Graduation was the the first album the first after.
1: Al- yeah, it was the first album after that. So I was like, that's interesting. Because, like, it seemed like for a while there... Well, even still now. Oh, even Kanye, to today. Kanye has this way of making music that is just, like... And like I think this is part of what makes him so great, but it's real time. Like he, the the shit he's making is the shit he's feeling then and there, mm-hmm. and he's always been yep. very upfront about that strategy.
0: One hundred percent.
1: It's a good strategy.
0: It is an excellent strategy. Ready to move on. Ready to move on. Next one we got,
1: one we just mentioned a couple seconds ago. Take care. Bye, Drake. Take care. Yeah, this is a classic. You just gotta like. If you just, if you don't look at this album cover and think Marvin's room, like oh, it's, you it's clearly haven't heard the song.
0: Oh, it's a, yeah. It <laughs> it's, is. The entire tone of this album is relatively depressing. Yeah, I would say
1: yeah, for sure. And uh I mean, but it's a specific, cer- cer- like, type of twenty tens depressing. It is, and it's depression. It's depression in the twenty tens.
0: What's also important in the for this cover art for me is that this is what Drake's second album he had Thank Me Later and then mm-hmm. this right and and then he had So Far yeah, Gone a couple some, years earlier
1: he had some early shit but yeah, yeah this is his second big studio album, studio yeah. album
0: so at this point Drake has broken onto the scene with Take Care like that was it for him He mm-hmm. was nothing was ever the same after that and uh, what I like about it is the entire point of this album is that Drake feels lonely yeah Regardless of being surrounded by this like golden aesthetic that he has created on the front of this cover like he's surrounded by what seems seems to be gold mm-hmm. which is representative of wealth I would assume but despite all of this all the shit he has he's still down in the dumps with that cup drink. cup of the rosé
1: yeah but it's all just like, his home I'll, phone. I'll, he should always... call
0: one and go home. <laughs> He's been in this club for too long.
1: <laughs> uh, what's always stuck out to me is the gold on this, on this, mm-hmm. and like the um, just like the ornate features of the art, and like the the candle and the the cup he's drinking, he's holding, yeah, the, like the chalice. The cha- and then right next is the Ovo owl. Like it's like, um, is that on a chain or is that? I can't tell if that's on his chain or if it's sitting on the table. I can't either. Either way, the motherfucker is just like. He's iced
0: he's, out to the max, he's like he's got shit on his wrist. Care. He's got
1: that He's he's truly taking care, taking care like he's, of, of one side of things, but then there's that other side of things that you can't see. Like it's that part that you can see, like the the appearance of being taken care of and then taking being taken care of, like as an individual, and like there's obviously a conflict there. And so like that that just subtle like imagery, I feel like, is like And also take care is it. a goodbye. Take care is a goodbye. Take bye. care.
0: Yeah. Like, who's he saying goodbye to? Is he saying, is this, is this, I mean, this album is in the wake of heartbreak, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, all Drake albums could be in the wake of heartbreak.
1: Not views. Well,
0: Not views. Views would be like. Or nothing was the same. Yeah. yeah. But that was another cover art that it was hard to choose over, uh, uh, yeah. Take care for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I went to take care, but I like nothing was the same's cover art a lot and I views. Did. Yeah,
1: and I mean we'll get to the reason why we didn't include that one later. Yeah, because we we'll,
0: we'll, we have that coming up. But uh, ready to move on? Yeah. Next up, get rich or die trying mm. by Fifty Cent. This is an excellent
1: this work is, of this cover is, art. This is, this is this I this. Uh, this is why Fifty Cent is an icon this Mm out and this this image specifically is something that's heavily associated with just the understanding of 50 cent as a rapper
0: yeah that shattered glass
1: probably representing the Mm -hmm. you know bullet holes yeah and like it's crazy to me because this photo's always felt so brusque like so like fucking like is he wearing a a backpack of some sort I've always been curious what's on his back. I'm assuming
0: it's a backpack.
1: Um, But... What's weird to me is that it's the same... It's the same as his belt. Yeah, it's the same fabric as his belt and and his jeans. It looks like his jeans are the same thing as his belt, too. (laughs) They all just say 50.
0: Yeah, they all just say 50. I mean, he's got that... And I like how the the focus...
1: Is on is on the cross. Jesus peace, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the, but like if you if you see this and you don't think New York, you don't think 50 cent, you don't think fucking get rich or die trying, you're just not acquainted with hip hop. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But understand that those things all are inextricably linked.
0: This is really one of the most iconic covers in hip hop history and it really personifies hip hop more than a lot of oh yeah do. for
1: the 2000s especially like, oh yeah um yeah and in, in the club was on here um 21 questions 21 questions i
0: just want to chill and twist the lot can't stop for my 745 mini, mini you men drive me crazy mini shorty, men was my shit. Many men yo oh many, many that was many my shit. men I, I wish death
1: upon me girl
0: oh it's so good it's so
1: that album was just like i mean, think i feel like listening to that album again but um. love for me girl is it easy to love me now? This is iconic ass shit. Like, this is going to be something that you're playing for your kidney. Oh, like, 100%. I about this. Like, oh, I will never forget about this song. <laughs> I've talked about it on the
0: air multiple times.
1: This is the first song I ever knew all the lyrics to. Oh, shoot. Yeah, forget about that. I just, I don't know what it is about this guitar, though, in this song. It oh, my so goodness. Thousands. So, 2000. Oh,
0: it's just, it's, there is no 2000 song that for me that personifies early 2000s hip hop more than 21 questions oh,
1: yeah yeah no the, he he definitely killed this Wait, album everybody's still in oh, what i love about me. this one is that everybody still years decades later comes back around to it and they're like yeah this was one of them like no matter what you say about 2000s hip hop you have to mention 50 cent and you have to mention this album and like I feel like people At who, his peak he was Drake. He was. Like and it's he was, crazy because people don't realize that. And I feel like a lot of people will say that now and like people, people are be like, age, okay, sure he was. Like, yeah, people our age are like, ah yeah, I mean it's just fifty cent though. But it's like no, you don't understand. Fifty Cent was that dude when this album came out.
0: Worldwide sensation yeah, when this was album came
1: crazy. out.
0: Crazy. Without it was, social media. We didn't have social media yet. Like Drake, you can probably credit a little bit to his worldwide fame to his social oh, yeah. to social media. Yeah, for sure. Most but this was like the first, not the first rapper, but an early rapper who
1: blew the fuck up worldwide. Yeah, yeah, was no, crazy. He was, he was killing it.
0: Ready to go to the next one? What's next? Next one from uh, 2017. We got Logic's Everybody. Mm, yeah. So we've we've talked about this album before. We have. It's not the greatest
1: album. It's, we've it's, agreed on that. It's really not. But the cover art is too good not to mention. It's it was so like his the uh, author's name is Sam Spratt. Yep. Yeah. This dude's dope. He does. I mean, he does all of he did Logic he did all of Logic, of Logic
0: cover art with uh, Under Pressure, The Under Incredible Pressure, True the Story, incredible
1: Story. Uh, um.
0: Oh, uh, the Bobby Tarantino's.
1: Yeah, he did the. I think he did the last one too. Oh, the Confessions
0: of a Dangerous Mind or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't, is that what it's called? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I believe so. Um, no, he'd like. He puts extreme detail into his work, and he has such a distinct artist style that it's like it's hard to it's hard to list, or it's hard to see his album or his art and not think immediately to other things that he's done.
0: Oh yeah, That's absolutely, because the they all they goes. all fit for everything for some reason. Yeah.
1: No, and I I like this one especially because of the, like, he includes, like, different artists and stuff on the cover. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of
0: Easter eggs. He's got Khalid looking up from the top right, and he's got J.
1: Cole sitting on top of a building. And it was just like, this was a very, this was attempting to be a very thematic, conceptual sort of album, and it didn't necessarily land musically as well as it painted itself to physically. Um, but, I think at this at the same time it's still accomplished a great deal with the the traction that the art poses. Um, Absolutely, because like I see that and I'm like, yo, I want to listen to that album. Oh yeah,
0: because the, the, it's just a beautiful painting, and we got a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, like front and center in front of that yeah. big statue, and uh, yeah, I've got this uh, nice 18 inch by 18 inch canvas of it in my room just because I love the cover art so fucking much. Yeah.
1: It is really dope. I'm I'm sad the uh, album couldn't be just as dope, but and yeah. I tried so hard to like I it. I did. I really did. I, I I I wouldn't be surprised if I don't go back and listen to everybody for two years, like another two years. <laughs> you're like yeah. putting that
0: you're putting that on it. You're like, it, yeah, I, I, know. I wonder if it's been two years since it's I've, been three years
1: uh, but, since uh, it came out. Yeah, I wonder if it's been two years since I've listened to. I, I I'm not gonna lie. It might be two years since I last listened to a song off Everybody. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm looking through the song names and like I remember the song names or like the songs and everything, but like
0: I will never forgive th- Logic for having the one eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five song oh with the suicide hotline right.
1: <laughs> now you got the suicide hotline memorized. I do. I do. Yeah.
0: So if, if you're having any trouble and you want to uh, talk to somebody, please make sure to contact 1 800 273 But, uh.
1: What if it but, changes? I
0: hope it didn't. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. And then he's got that song with Juicy J, where at the end, Juicy J goes, kill your motherfucking self! Kill yourself! <laughs> that's not cool! What are you
1: doing? You were completely <laughs> mixing <laughs> messages here. What are you doing? That's like, that's like, uh. A... Oh oh yeah, it's a couple songs before it. I remember isn't that. it like Inkblot but, or something? Yeah, Inkblot. But the weird things, that was one of the better songs on the it album. It really was. And I remember listening to that and being like, Okay, I can get it like the J is alright, whatever. I can move past it and still like the song. But then he goes, Kill your motherfucking self. And I was like And Lodge is like,
0: ha ha, ha that's amazing. I'm keeping that.
1: Like yeah. No <laughs> Yeah, he literally says that too. I'm keeping that. <laughs> oh man. And then, yeah, American, man, this was just, this whole, this album. Another thing that sucks about that 1-800 song is
0: that I appreciate where it's coming from. Uh, Absolutely appreciate. He's never, he's never experienced that. (laughs) He's never had suicidal thoughts. He talks about that. He's trying
1: to be there, though. And I
0: I appreciate that so fucking much. Like, he's doing, he's trying as hard as one possibly can there. But there's something about it that seems insensitive, When you you say say the words, I don't want to be
1: alive, and you've never experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely something. I'm just realizing that apparently I'm looking at on Spotify a uh, playlist titled Loved by Ellen. Um, Oh, by Elton John? Ellen. Elton John? Oh. Ellen. All the music Ellen's loving right now. Oh, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres.
0: I was about to say Elton John had logic on his uh, tribute uh, album, so oh. it wouldn't surprise me if he was a fan of Logic.
1: Interesting. The first song on... 1-800. She got Leon Bridges, Anderson boy, bro, Leon did, Bridges, there's huh? There's no way she makes this. The first song on there is Eternal by Chance the Rapper. Yep. That's, you know, that's a good one. Um, that's weird, though. Anyways. Next album. Next album. So, that was
0: Everybody. Next up, we got the Blank Face LP.
1: Mm. blank face was a a very simplistic sort of concept like at, at, on front it's just blank face motherfuckers jugging Robin like it's just like the shit that schoolboy Q generally t- always has talked about gonna lie, uh, this, uh,
0: this idea scared the shit out of me at first What'd reminded I mean? me of Slenderman
1: oh yeah no blank it, face? It, me too yeah but, like, just like the uh, – I don't really – are these tree branches? I've never really yes, looked at that's Yes, that's, that's what I'm thinking. So it's tree branches, and then it looks like two half circles on the top and bottom of the cover. Mm-hmm. And then in the bottom right corner, it's just um, – A dude with a blank face. Yeah, it's a dude with a blank, fl- I'm blank face. I'm assuming
0: Schoolboy Q posing um, with the mask on.
1: Yeah. But it's such a, a predatory sort of vibe. Oh, yeah, like you, you- –
0: it feels very gangster, like yeah. it's G shit. Like yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like I don't know. The, for some reason, I the word like being hunted, mm. like it's just yeah, yeah. That's being, the vibe I get. That's like, the vibe, It's and like and he is coming after and, you. And the thing is, like
1: I, I think a big question that this album is answering is like, who, like, what, it, what it means to be predator and what it means to be prey, like in a lot of different contexts, because it's like. He's talking about what it means to be someone who's like out trying to, to be that person, trying to make that come up, trying to just take what you can from anybody who you can get one over on and you disappear after that. Or he's mm-hmm. talking about what it means to be another blank face and like and this is I think really cool how he ends this with Tookie Knows too. Mm-hmm. Because that that song and that music video is about being locked up and not having like Like, there's a bar that one of the dudes has is, like, um, uh, I can't remember what he says, but it's something about being a number, like, just being a number. And I think that's him talking about, like, what it means to have a blank face in a different context, in the context where, um, like, your identity is stripped away from you because of those things that you've done, um, because of when you you were operating as a blank face on the streets. And it's Like, I, I, I think that, like, the concept itself and, like, this, like, weird orange... That is all over this cover, along with like the visual of someone wearing a, a blank face. Like, it's just, it's kind of shocking and, and unsettling.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh,
1: poignant. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, there must, there's probably a little bit more to that, uh, to the feeling like you have a blank face. If, I don't know how much Schoolboy Q is into like, uh, conscious like race relation type stuff but mm-hmm. there's probably something to it there too mm. yeah. in terms of just being considered a blank face mm-hmm. for being a black guy yeah you know like it's just like oh you're a black guy then you are you, you're stereotyped as the black guy you right
1: know? right yeah um we, we to the uh, top 10
0: yet uh no we have a few more but do you want to skip over them the last few we have are the perfect love tape pretty girls like trap music culture and jeffrey yeah, sure. Go top ten. All right. Well, those were the last four, and they're all they're all pretty satisfying uh, cover arts there. So, go check them out. Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go back and forth. So I'll do one of mine, one of yours, one of mine, one of all yours. Right. You got me. Yep. So the first up I had marked down was "Man on the Moon" by Kid Cudi.
1: Hmm that was just iconic for Cuddy. Like, it's just kind of like that set the tone for the rest of his career. Yeah. That's what I was going to, I was going to say like, that's literally like the one that that's like jumping off point for like the rest of kid Cuddy's name. Like he wasn't, I'm sure he had a bit of name recognition when this album came out, but like this album came out and then everybody knew who kid Cuddy was. This was
0: his debut. Yeah. Oh, it was his his debut album. Uh, And you got that, the just kind of sketched face of his in different color on the left half of the album. And you got the, big ass moon in the middle. And it's just so satisfying to look at and you get the, uh, and you get the immediate feeling as to what you're about to get into. Mm -hmm. And it,
1: and it really captures the entire essence of the album extremely well. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I think too, just like he does a lot of experimentation in, in terms of his sound. Uh, and that's what that really like, like that point comes across really clearly in, the visual of this album is like what sort of like experimentation you're going to be hearing
0: for sure for sure and one thing that's always been pretty uh that he's always made clear in his music is that he feels solo like solo dolo, yeah like that that kind of song and that man on the moon there's never men on the moon he's yeah. alone up there that's yeah. like that's what his point is like yeah. I'm, I'm alone up here this uh-huh. is just me i'm doing what i want to because man. i'm alone man. and it's and and there's always the sad undertone to most of Kid Cudi's music. Up until last year, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. With Kid See Ghost, which is another one of mine coming up later. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a Man on the Moon was a great, great album, and the cover art captured what we were about to get into really, really well.
1: Yeah next.
0: All right, next up your first one, we have Flower Boy.
1: Flower Boy. This one's just like like Flower Boy is like one of the and we I knew this almost immediately that this album completely changed how I think of Tyler the Creator, right? how everyone thinks How everyone does. And it was such a weird thing because I didn't even particularly have any problem with Tyler. He just wasn't necessarily my my, my, my cup of tea. yeah. I was just kind of, like, mm, a little edgy for me. But as I became more accustomed to the edginess in general, but also as I became more, like, as as, as I listened to Flower Boy and understood, like, more of Tyler himself, it just it was so easy to get into his music. But I think this album art helps with that so much. It's oh, easily, it does. It's easily the least cryptic piece of art. It's easily the most vibrant happy feeling sort of art that he's put on a, on an album. Which is bizarre Which because is Flower bizarre. Boy is not a happy album. It's not. It's really not. But it, it almost seems uh, like a mask. Like it, like well, the tone of it is relatively upbeat. Yeah, right. But it, it seems like revelatory in a way because it's so personal. Mm-hmm. But it, just as much as it's personal for Tyler, it's almost like he's asking us to go with him um, in terms of like being very personal and intentional about what you're saying, um, but it's weird for me because, uh, like, I uh, I don't know why, but that's like that feels like like a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, being okay, it's and it's like a therapy session. I get you. To this album,
0: it, you're absolutely right, and the the revelatory aspect of it. You could argue that the way he's looking off into the distance is like he's officially come to terms with like. The direction he's headed, Mm -hmm. he knows where he's going, and he knows what he needs to do to get there. Yeah, and you get that feeling from the album. He's like, I know, I know what shit's like now, but I know it's not always going to be like this. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's definitely like the the takeaway. But I mean, it's a. I love looking at this cover. The the name Flower Boy too, like Flower Boy, and then it's just a picture, uh, like this drawing of Tyler standing. And, field and a field of flowers with bees all around them. And you got a you got a Lamborghini with the That's some springtime shit. Like, really that's is? some springtime shit. And springtime, I know it brings rains, but it also brings sunshine and you got that, vibrant colors. You got that Lamborghini
0: with the butterfly doors down in the distance? Yeah, right, right. Looking like it's got its own wings. He talks a lot about the cars and stuff mm-hmm. all over this album. What, what's he say? He's like a... I know you guys... I know you're sick of me talking about cars, but what the fuck else do you want from me? That is the only thing keeping me company. <laughs> Purchasing things
1: till I'm annoyed. <laughs> this album is, is filling the void. void. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy because he says that and you're like, "Yay, that was hard. It's yeah, but like, he's bro, sad as fuck. That, right? that is very deeply um, uh, emotionally unsettling. Mm-hmm. His album is filling the
0: void. Been doing this shit for so long, I don't even know if it's shit I enjoy. What? God damn. Hey, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you don't want to make music, you don't have
1: to. <laughs> yeah, right, right.
0: <laughs> but I get it. Next, for me, was K.O.D.
1: K.O.D. Just, just one of the mo- I got goosebumps. Goosebumps listening to that. It's so, so good. I was like, this is like... Just, it, it, I was just so ready. I was ready for that album. Oh, it was, it was a long time coming. I was like, I know I do a lot of drugs, but I might not after I listen to this. Turns out I still do. (laughs) But every time I listen, there's another chance.
0: (laughs) I don't go back and listen to it very often.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, every time I listen to uh, th- like the cutoff or um, um, once an addict, like I'm just mm, like, damn, <laughs> like, god damn, man. god damn, whatever I'm doing, like, and it's not even like I'm not like a drug addict or anything like no, that. No, absolutely but, not. Like, it's like I listen to that. and I'm just like, see, but how am I contributing? <laughs> <laughs> how am, how am I bettering myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the world around me, right? And so it's like until. It's just this This album was just so to the point from the from the album cover. You just see these kids like kids on drugs on drugs floating through the sky. And, you, and it forces you to ask a very simple question, which is, should these kids be on drugs flying through the sky? No. But like, <laughs> just think about that sentence in a literal and then a figurative sense. Like it's so that's deep. And man, that's, man, fucking deep. That's, that's deep. Yeah. And, like, I just love that he, like, J. Cole decided to take the time from 2016, and even pre-2016, I think, he made some of these songs to April of 2018 to make this album. And it was just, like, I, uh, this is always going to be He
0: established a theme very easily, and he he stuck with it. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And he, he also really, a lot of people's thing was, like, oh, J. Cole's boring. And I don't think he was necessarily responding to that. Criticism with this album, but I think that he definitely was like Alright, fine. Y'all wanna say music's moving in in a different direction, i will move I'll move with it, but I'm gonna move still in my own sort of direction. Yeah, he's he, like
0: he, he stuck with his shit. Like yeah. and he did it in a way that appeals yeah, <laughs> like, to the map. ATM he makes a point about how he's like, I, I saw all these repetitive choruses breaking the internet and shit. So he's like, count it up, count it up, uh, count, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it. And that's it. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that but there's a message, hell. there's a message behind it too. Yeah. That's
1: about being addicted to money. ATM. Yeah. Right. Because, hey, yes. No. And, and like, that is what J. Cole does to something. Like, he, he takes a, he takes a concept and he really thinks about it. Because like, to say, like, Anyone hears ATM, they think money. Fine, and then they hear the song. The chorus is counted up, counted up, counted up. Average. The song is about him gloating about money. But if you really listen to what he is saying, it's so good. He's saying the opposite of he's all of that. Real sh- yeah, and like, by he, saying all of that,
0: exactly. He's got that. He's got that disclaimer at the top of the album yeah. art too that says this is in no way intended to glorify addiction because yeah. he is the way he's going about it is like. You should think I'm pathetic. Yeah, like like the way that I'm speaking about these things, you should be you should feel bad Basically. that that I I feel this way. Yeah, and like and he's like I don't actually feel this way, but I'm <laughs> I'm doing a caricature of someone who would. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like that's what was so cool about it is like that's King Overdose. That's yeah. that's that's that character. You know. Damn, I
1: forgot about that. There was a Kill Our Demons, King Overdose, and then um, Kids on Drugs. Kids on Drugs. Those are the three three meanings of KOD. Yeah. Which is why, like that, that's a whole different thing. Like that makes me want to do like a whole album breakdown of KOD. You know? We probably should at some point. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm, next. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: next. All right. Next up. Your next one is Ilmatic. Ilmatic. That one, that one is, and we don't even have to spend long on this one. This one, just think about it. It's a face of baby Nas, uh, uh, superimposed over the cityscape of New York.
0: Streets in New York,
1: and then it's basically This is one of the first albums that's notable for like the narrative, like or like this album gives Nas so much acclaim because of how narrative based it is.
0: It's it's a lot like Sabas Care for Me it in is. that way because it's it like he's taking us on a journey of what he's been through.
1: Yeah, but 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 then like think about that in terms of like any time you see someone, just a person on a cover, like the artist on the cover. Like, what's that meant to communicate? Like, it has to communicate something about this person that you're looking at. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like th- the interesting ways of doing that are the ways in which Saba has done it and the ways in which Nas has done it. And, like, also, um, uh, I wish we got to this after the card three, but... The Carter Three comes after Illmatic, and I think it's like that. Even pulls from this that might yeah, this idea of like having the baby face um, and ready to die and ready to die, um, yeah.
0: Damn, so Nas set that shit off, basically with the baby face.
1: Nas set off a lot of shit. He set off a lot of shit. He did. He did. And it's weird because Nas has always had that r- career trajectory where he's like he starts as like. Started
0: out hot and then he started just out hot never, and never again since. <laughs> and,
1: and, yeah, he never quite reached that level, but he still got that respect and he still. Gets oh yeah, that respect, everyone. But people everyone still always understand they like Nas, for as good as he is and was. He he, I don't know. He just kind of had a weird career trajectory. I feel like he did. People he did expected sure. more of him,
0: and the fact that you have the the baby face of Nas mixed in with the New York yeah. skyline tells me that he feels like New York is a part of him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's exactly. And that's well, the that's point what of this it. album is like, yeah, that's what this album is. in like, New York
0: state of mind? Uh-huh. That's uh, just, yeah, yeah. just to his world. That's how it is. That's how it is. Whose world is this? And the world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine.
1: Ooh.
0: Damn, that's such a good, that song. Life's a bitch. And then you die. Do you got, do you got God, this is such a good fucking album. Dude, yeah. I'm looking at this no, track list you, right now, you can't, and there isn't a bad there song. There
1: isn't a bad song. There's just not. It,
0: it truly, any acclaim it has for being the greatest album of all time, it deserves. It deserves.
1: It does. I straight up, like, no matter what, um, I just, like, I remember listening to this album for the first time through for the first time listening through for the first time and every song I actually knew already. I was like, yo,
0: I heard this album. (laughs) I remember that exact feeling too. The first time I ever went back and listened to this album front to back was, I was probably 15 or 16. I can't remember. But, uh, I remember being like, whose world is this? The world is yours. Uh It's mine. It's mine. And And I I knew the lyrics. I knew the lyrics to
1: most one love, we all know One we Love. We all know One Love. I was <laughs> like, wait, this song is all, like, th- this album is already a classic. Like, I don't even need to go and, like. Life's like, a bitch
0: and then you die. Like, those are iconic songs.
1: Iconic as hell.
0: One time for your, it's just, there's so many good albums, uh, so many good songs on this album. Yeah. We're ready to move to the next one? Yep. Next up,
1: we got Kids See Ghosts. KSG, that was a, that was a bomber. They just dropped that one out of nowhere and just fucking were like, here you go. Yeah, and we're... Summer 2018, this is it. Quite, quite the fucking time. That's 2018, right? Yep, summer 2018. That was, I remember, like... That was was like the seven
0: straight weeks Kanye dropped an album that he produced or something. This
1: was a very distinctive summer in my mind for some reason. Oh, it is. It's a very specific time. Yeah, yeah. I think we 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 didn't we ride around and listen to this album at one point. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We. Uh, I remember this summer I was playing slow pitch softball. Like summer of 2018, I was still playing slow oh, pitch yeah. softball, uh-huh. and we. Uh, my walk up song was uh, "Feel the Love" because it's like. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was killing that. No fucking. Uh, I I just liked on that album how it was very there was something that kanye had released about like the song or the the album art being inspired by like a japanese guy chinese guy Mm -hmm. japanese art japanese artist japanese artist but then also he was like i wanted to infuse it with like this sort of psychedelic like Mm, feeling like feeling and like when i look at that art those are the two things that i feel Oh, absolutely! Like like, sort of and there is and a and there is a major,
0: major Japanese influence on this. Like I look at it, and I don't mm. like it's obviously what the influence is here. Yeah, because you got like a, an anime character, small on the on those on the left, a couple of them this is what it looks like to me. And then you got the uh, the writing down the side. Uh which album? On Kids See Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, again, this just captured the feeling,
1: just like a uh, acid rapted with its colors. Yeah,
0: the purple no. and
1: orange. It did just like that random array of bright, vibrant colors. It does something to you, like you it see does. that, and like it. There, there adds it. There's a specific tone Ooh. where, like, doing that would not at all have would have fit if you put that on a Saba album. Not at all. Like on on Care For Me, like that would have just been like wouldn't have worked. It'd just been like this doesn't quite fit. It doesn't. Fit Feel all the way right like you know but like and they still manage to like they know what they're doing yeah I, uh, I
0: mean Reborn it's one of the best songs yeah, from 2018 period oh yeah yeah. I'm so I'm so reborn
1: I'm, I'm moving forward. forward yeah no he killed that Kit Cuddy is just fucking that dude that dude all That right, dude. next dude. up What's
0: T-Pab a- <sighs>
1: Yeah. To pimp a butterfly. To pimp a butterfly. What 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 can't you say about this song? Go or ahead. Go off. Go go it's, off to Just just let me pull it. Let me pull up, me pull up the, the album cover real quick. Yeah, I had to do. I've been um, doing the same thing because this one. There's a lot of attention to detail in this one, but from from jump, you see Kenny. Is Kendrick even in this picture? Yeah, Kendrick's holding a baby in the. Yeah, middle. yeah, he's holding the baby in the middle. You see him with all his dudes around him trapping out the White House basically. And they're 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 standing on um some judge it appears, some white judge who has his eyes crossed out. Everybody's like wearing Nixon. glasses, the whole thing's black and white. It looks like a hist- like a historical photo, literally. Dude laying on the ground looks like Nixon a lot. Mm, I wonder. Or Reagan. I think it's Reagan. It's not Nixon. My bad. Ooh, is it Reagan? Yeah, that, that is Reagan. What is it? I don't know. Um. Anyways, if you know anything about Kendrick, you know that what this is isn't just a photo that looks cool of a bunch of his dudes and him in, in front of the White House. It's a statement. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I just feel like his, his precision with this statement is always so, like, it's so distinct, but it's, Potent. it's, it's very nuanced because it's like what he's saying with, with having the mob of them outside the front, the white house is that one, we have to beat them. It's us against them. But also us is a very, like, we are a tight group like this. Yeah. We have to remain together. And so like, I remember like, there's a bar that he gives about, uh, on dam where he's like, I made like, um, he was like last time I tried to uplift the black artist, but the difference between a black artist and a whack artist. Yeah. And like, that was dope to me because it seemed like what he was saying there is kind of like, yeah, last album was about like uplifting us, our community, getting our shit right. Like, or whatever. Um, but you got to realize like, just because I said it don't mean everybody can hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. And like some like, of y'all ain't with it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, right. And it's like, that's kind of like a, a, a nuanced understanding of, of, what of his argument? Because what he, what he's saying not only is that we need to be together, like against the the other which is trying to oppress us. The man, yeah. Um, but he's also saying that like, don't get it twisted. It's still a selective process. Like it's me and my dudes. Like, <laughs> like you got you got to be cool with me. We got to agree. Like we got to all be together to do it. And some of y'all just ain't there. And like that's like I don't know. It's just like a very Kendrick sort of tongue in cheek thing I think to say with his album art. But and it fits the entire tone of the album. Yeah, and then like the, the the I think the title to "Pimp a Butterfly" adds a whole new layer of complexity too, just because it's like to pimp out the White House, to pimp a butterfly, and like he said this, like it was like he was drawn to this idea of of to pimp out something that was like beautiful, beautiful. or sacred or something yeah. like that. Yeah, delicate, delicate. Yeah, which is like. That's like both sides of the coin for me. It's like the government pimping out the people. It's the the people pimping out the government. It's pimping a butterfly. It's pimping something that's supposed to be like gentle and and sacred and and very particular. Together. We all humans get involved and then they just start to pimp shit out.
0: Yep. It's all about capitalism. It's all
1: about capitalism. Anti-capitalism. That's what this album's about. Not really, but kind of is. There's a there's there's a reading there's, there.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's de- you could definitely make an argument for Kendrick being an anti-capitalist in this album. <laughs>
1: oh, oh yeah, for sure.
0: Next up, we got Atlans. Atlans by Outcast. Now this one. Now nah, this one. <laughs> nah, this, <laughs> one. <laughs> this one. This one, I mean, you got the comic book, bi- comic mm-hmm. book vibes out the
1: ass, bro. <laughs> oh, it is yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, no. And, like, that's not even, like... You heard the t- ATL and so back the hell up off me. Like, literally, it was so good. Like, they do, uh... So, uh before this, Southern Play... Uh, uh, Southern, Southern Play of Cadillac. <laughs> Cadillac music. Southern,
0: Southern Playalistic... S- Southern S- Playalistic Cadillac music.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. Um they really named an album that Mm Hmm. their first album like that's what but like this is a very basic album cover like just very simple and AT Aliens the next one is just off the wall and you can tell that there's a change and their discography in terms of like their creativity after that first.
0: Episode. Oh yeah. They were like they they got out of the gate with that first one and they were like, Okay, now let's just do what the whatever the fuck we want. Okay? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, let's do what we really want. But it, like
0: off this off this cover right I to get like major sci fi vibes. Uh-huh. And then at the beginning of AT Aliens you get this like worrying like, yeah, like yeah. it's like it's like you're entering a different like a spaceship. Like that's uh-huh. the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. And, and it, like that was
1: the point. And it's called You May Die. Like it's like it's like uh I just feel like the, the whole thing is like talking about how like like we're different than everyone else and like we are like sort of like this other thing that nobody else is right now, which they were, um, <laughs> which is why they were so good. But it's like to make that's a distinct, that's a very specific statement to be making with your art, And then to back it up with your music is like, okay. 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 I see y'all. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. I mean,
0: and they've got, they've got a bunch of sh- like, a lot of these song titles fit into this like it, it, uh, uh this feeling that they have on the album too. I mean AT Aliens, obviously, uh uh Babylon for some reason I feel fits very, very well. Uh Elevators E. T. Are you listening to uh uh Elevators? Me yeah, th- and well, you I remember Yo mama and yo cousin too.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. I was like, Rolling I know down, down the street.
0: Don't care. And if you like fish and grits and all the pimp shit, <laughs> hear you say, oh, yeah, yer, Oh, yeah, yur. It's just so 90s hip-hop, too. So southern 90s hip-hop. <laughs> and all the pimp shit, let me, buddy, let me hear you say, oh, yeah, yeah mm. will mm. be like literal stimulation to the female gender. <laughs> Nothing yeah, better. <laughs> they <laughs> like,
1: definitely hit that. Uh, I um, mean, three stacks is just three unfair. Like, he, he, nobody, nobody ever was or has been able to compare for me lyrically to what three stacks does
0: he's uh, he's just better (laughs) he's He's just just better
1: better. i don't know what it like his wordplay is just so precise and like he likes he twists his words he bends them and like I just, it's so you got to have some skill to do that softly, as if I play piano in the dark. I found a way to channel my anger not to embark the words
0: to is say they it. <laughs> got to play they part. The world's a play and everybody got to play their part. God works in mysterious ways, so when He starts, it's just like those. That that's such
1: a strange cadence. That is such a strange cadence. Like no,
0: I've never heard a cadence like that. Like yeah. I, that's such a unique verse. Uh-huh. That I, I can't even put anything next to it and say this sounds like
1: it. Creative ass mind. Creative as hell, you creative as hell. <laughs> what we got next? The Carter Three. The Carter Three. Now Wheezy this one, baby. Just a simple Wayne as a baby tatted up on a cover. But the the interesting thing about this one was that he took he takes the baby. This idea of a of a youthful self of a of a
0: similar to Ready to Die in that way, sort of
1: yeah yeah of a of a organic sort of stuff just like this album being about him and it's called The Carter right it's called yeah. The Carter 3 but it's Carter in, it's him already tatted up as a baby like I was born this way bro no, I've been about this, this shit since day 1 That's what in like that's such a clear that that like if you look at this you can't look at this album cover and not get that message of anything from it like that was the first thought that occurs to me It's like, oh, he's just saying I've been doing it since birth, yeah. which is dope as hell for the Carter Three because on that album, he just kind of raps like he always does.
0: But that's the Millie, thing that has Millie, been the
1: career, right? Like that he he's been just doing it since like forever. He has like even Dude, even like the, Carter the dude's v. not even forty yet. He just makes... He's been out since he he before raps. 2000. <laughs> Motherfucker just raps and puts it out. And, like, it's... it's. He reminds me... He's, like, a Gucci Mane who puts out actually good music.
0: I can get behind because
1: that. Because Gucci Mane puts out music a lot like Wayne. Like, they'll put out yeah. just, like, long-ass projects and, like, remixes and a ton of other shit. But, like, Lil Wayne's is actually, like, really talented. Like, mm-hmm. Gucci has a different vibe or whatever, but, like... And he's good in his own right, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's good in his own right. But, like... If if you want to listen to some bars, you go to Wayne. You go to Wayne, and he, he for some reason he never runs out. He never fucking runs never. out. <laughs> never, never. And never. I mean, this cover art uh, just
0: so perfectly captures everything this album's about.
1: Go to the next one. Yeah, we got low end theory. Yeah, is this the last one?
0: No, we got one more after oh, this.
1: Okay. This this is definitely like even though these aren't really ranked this is top two for sure oh it has to be just because like it's 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 such a like unique art style i've never really seen that
0: oh yeah and the the thing is still haven't really the thing that that a tribe called quest is really all about is the uh, afro centric vibe that they're trying to produce and you get that from all of their cover art. oh yeah you and the thing is, is you don't see that a lot with anyone else, and that's because a tribe called Quest is like that's ours now. Yeah, yeah. and like whether they're conscious, they're not like staking their claim on it or anything. They're not being imperial about it. It's just, <laughs> it's just that other other artists are like, if I do this, is it biting a tribe called Quest? Yeah, and that's what the low end theory sets a tone for.
1: It really does, and I I just think that like it was like a really like I always like this like idea of creating images or like creating a whole image with parts of different like uh, with parts of images like mm-hmm. like putting together the parts to create a whole thing like that's always been mosaic a, yeah a mosaic that's what it's called um and th- like i just like this this piece of art for that reason but it's also just like really like well done it's like just like a very like it's simple s- it's like and it's smooth. good it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like a smooth sort of album cover that fits with the album it's darker it's like it's got this black background it's kind of just like this very afrocentric energy yeah and, th- and the entire thing. it feels
0: like all of their cover art a tribe called quest is like different pages of a book like yeah. it's like the same book like yeah. just different chapters yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> which that shows that you've put together a discography that's seamless seamless
0: I mean, because next they had Midnight Marauders, I'm pretty sure, and that was kind of the debate between yeah. which one we were going to go with was yeah. Midnight Marauders or Low-End Theory, and you just can't ignore
1: Low-End Theory. Yeah, you just can't. That's just the, the jumping-off point.
0: All righty. Last one. Interesting that this one happened to be saved for last,
1: but it is. The Sun's Tirade by Isaiah Rashad. The Sun's Tirade. By the way, Isaiah Rashad. And I know we've said this one here before. Where you at? Drop the motherfucking album. Where you at? I I swear to god. I swear to god. Just drop it. Just drop I heard it. the snippet. I the sh- heard the shit the snippet. The shit is fire. The snippet, okay? bro. Don't doubt that. The shit is <laughs> the shit is fire.
0: I don't think he doubts it. I think he's just like, man, I'll put out music when I want to put out music, okay? <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that he doesn't he hasn't been wanting to put out music though. I can't either. Like what's been going
1: on? I need to know. Drop that shit, man. That's all I got to say. Anyways, Sun's tirade. Beautiful. The Beautiful. cover, the I, and it, for a long time I never actually paid attention to the cover. But then I realized the cover was a big reason why I like this album at all. And it's 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 a very like I don't know how to describe what the character on the front is doing. Is he jumping? I'd
0: say jumping, yeah.
1: Um He looks like he's jumping like Out of a a lowrider, and it's just, like, the lowrider appears to be moving, and, like, there's just a city in the background.
0: Maybe he's jumping into it.
1: Maybe he's jumping into it, yeah. And I don't know specifically what it is. Maybe it's the art style. Maybe it's just, I I don't know what it is. But everything from the colors to the mood of the sky to the, uh, just, like, the... The skyscrapers building up to the background? yeah. Uh, well, and also the color of the sky, but just like the the scene of the car in front of the city, this is riding music. Oh, that's it all is all this album is. Mm-hmm. This music, and why I love it so much is because i like my quest in music is to find that perfect riding album, and this is one of them. It's just fucking like some jazz rap, fucking low key as fuck. He heat heat it's just the bottom one it's just the bottom one like i just don't know like this uh, this is one this is hands down so far one of the most listened to albums in my entire life
0: yeah i mean this uh i'd argue more than almost any of the other albums this cover captures the feeling of what Mm -hmm. is what the content of the album is yeah yeah, it just like it matches the tone perfectly, and there yeah. there are some cases where you can be like Flower Boy specifically mm-hmm. comes to mind immediately. Where I'm like, that really does it. Yeah. But the Sun's tirade, man, that does it about as well as any album ever has.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the Sun's tirade is just like that was, and, and nobody like people people still don't know people literally literally still don't know who Isaiah Rashad is. Unbelievable. And it's just it just blows my mind every day. If you know rap, if you listen to rap, you've if you know what TDE is, then you have to know who Isaiah Rashad is. Absolutely. And that's the bottom line. He's so, wearing
0: a TDE sweatshirt on the cover. Is he? Yeah. Small details. You got a D and E right there. Bruh. I'm assuming the first one's T.
1: Yeah, that's got to be it. And he's wearing Burks. Is he? I never noticed that. I think so. <laughs> Sandals of some sort. I don't know. This album is just fucking like... I when, Do you have that album where every, anytime you like, you sit down to start studying, you go through your library, you're like, what album? Because like, I usually want to listen to an album. Like, yeah. What album do I want to listen to? This is always one of the ones I start with.
0: Yeah, that's it's a
1: solid one. One that I go to uh, frequently is uh, swimming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've been going to swimming. Or, or like... I. Th- that's another one of those well like that's one that. of the ones like, that I go to anyway like yeah, no matter what like, that's, like, just, that's always gonna be listened to um, <laughs> yeah but no I, I just think Isaiah Rashad you could be one of the greats one of the greats put some Not respect on that greats. kid you name you could be every rapper's favorite rapper there you go For that's sure. perfect um, because I think everybody in the rap community recognizes Isaiah Rashad's talent He's and how talent. special he is um, Dude just doesn't make a lot of music
0: It's a shame but It's a shame I, I'm assuming we're about to get we're about to get hit with some Isaiah Rashad
1: Oh yeah, no, that snippet man That was so funny mm. I was like, this is exactly what I would want
0: Well That is our list of some of the greatest Rap cover art of all time If you have any additions That you want to uh, throw at us Why don't you uh, tweet it at us At pennybloompod and we'll uh, ret- we'll retweet it, and uh, we'll we'll tweet out all of ours too, and uh, we'll just uh, you know have some fun with it. So uh, yeah,
1: you got anything else to say? And that's it, Isaiah. Rashad, drop that music. Drop that music, bro.